Positive, negative, up, down, happy, sad. Such is life. Such is life in the eyes of an average human being. But you are not average. You can turn everything to a positive. How, Big Luke? How do I turn everything into a positive? How do I eliminate all the negativity from my life? Some would tell you find religion. Some would tell you an endless supply of money. But it's much simpler than that. It's really three very simple steps. Watch till the end. Learn all three. And turn everything in your life positive. On the path to success, there's a lot of fun topics. There's a lot of fun things to speak about. There's visualizations of a wealthy version of ourself. There's toys, there's boats, cars, there's vacations, palm trees, sandy toes, and cocktails. There's also negative. There's also the not so fun stuff. There's the things that, well, become obstacles, roadblocks, things in the way of becoming successful. That's one way to look at it. You could also welcome negativity. What do I mean by that? Negativity is negative. It's no fun. It's nefarious. It's malignant. It's something that we don't want to deal with. So why should we welcome negativity? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you can learn to welcome negativity, more importantly, if you can learn what negativity is and why it exists and who it resides with, you will have a much better understanding of how to become successful. See, I'd like you to think back for me. I'd like you to think back for me to the early days of your life. Let's go back to childhood. Let's go back to kindergarten, first grade. Let's go back to the playground. You were running around, having fun. You had made friends. You were starting to forge relationships with other human beings. But there was always a bully. There was always somebody who didn't have anything nice to say, but didn't choose to say nothing at all. There was always somebody with mean, venomous words to spew at you. Sometimes seemingly for no reason at all, it just seemed as though they were going to come no matter what you did. Okay. When I was younger, I dealt with this. I dealt with bullies. I dealt with my acne getting made fun of. I dealt with the fact that I had long arms. I dealt with the fact that I didn't come from the wealthiest family. I got picked on. And much like me, I'm sure you, in the molding stages of your life, ran across a few not-so-kind words or a few not-so-kind people, and it affected you. I know it did for me. Somebody being negative towards you can scar you deeply at this point in your life when you're just learning and growing and becoming who it is you're going to be for the rest of your life. But I'd like you to stop for a moment. And I'd like you to think back to that time and imagine if your emotional capacity was that of a psychological Superman. You were invincible to negativity. Those words bounced off you like the bullets deflecting off the chest of the man of steel himself. They just didn't bug you. The nasty things that the bully said the tripping you and making you fall in the lunch line, the making fun of your zits or your muffin top or your stinky feet, whatever, man, kids are mean. And you know this just as well as I do. I catch my five-year-old having a nasty word from time to time, and I stop him dead in his tracks. 
But as far as we're concerned, we're talking about our early days, our childhood. What if those words didn't mean anything to us? What if we just let them go in one ear and out the other? I want you to stop and look at your life as a graph, a bar graph. I want you to stop and think about that graph being representative of positive times and negative times in your life. And I'd like you to take the negative words, the vitriol, the hatred, the bullying, the coworkers spewing venom, whatever it is, the nasty words that affected you and scarred you deeply. Remove those from the graph. Does it now have a much more positive trajectory? Does that graph not now more look much more desirable? With less dips and less valleys? You see, if you can remove that negativity from your life, you're only going up. It's very simple, okay? You have to understand why these people behave the way they do if you're going to dismiss the negative moments. Stop for a moment and think about the person at work. They're commenting about your shoes, maybe about your weight, maybe about the fact that uh, I heard old Jen there's a little loose between the sheets when she gets around guys after a drink or two, whatever. People can be nasty. But I want you to understand something, ladies and gentlemen. People doing more than you in life, people who are more successful, people who are accomplishing great things, people who are on a direction to success that's unstoppable, they don't have time for that shit. They're not sweating you, my friend. The people doing big things are not the ones picking on you at the water cooler. It's just not happening. They don't have time for it. They're in meetings. They're making investments. They're putting their nose to the grindstone. They're working. They're sweating. They're forging relationships. But what they're not doing is talking shit about menial things that ultimately don't matter. You see, people doing less than you, those are the ones who will hate. Those words come from a place of envy. And if you understand envy, you will understand negativity. Envy has a 98-2 relationship, as far as I'm concerned, okay? 98% of the people who will envy you will go on the attack. 98% of the people who wish they had whatever it is that you possess, that they desire so much, which powers them to be nasty to you and to be negative towards you, 98% of those people will go on the attack. They'll be nasty. They'll be negative. They'll talk shit. They'll just talk behind your back. I mean, whatever, man. You've seen it. You've experienced it yourself. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But only about 2% of those people who are envious of you or of another human being will show the trait of admiration. Now, why would they do this? They're envious. Because society has molded us to believe that envy must be negative. He's green with envy. Oh, she envies that girl so bad, she hates on her. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, envy can be one of the most powerful tools in your toolbox. Stop and think for a second that that instinct in you, I have it, I know it's there. That's why I'm speaking on this. When you see somebody who's doing more than you, somebody who's accomplishing more, that little piece of you that wants to go, yeah, well, you know, anybody could do that if their dad was rich and they handed me down a trust fund, I could do that. Or, yeah, that athlete's not so good. You know, if I was put in that same position and I had his skill set, 
I would have made a better decision. I would have made a better game time pass. It's what we do as humans. We're envious. But think for a moment, if all of those times, you turned it into a positive. You stopped and you researched that athlete making that move. What makes him tick? What's his training routine? What's his diet? Where'd he go to school? How did he get there? That person who's got that job that you want, instead of dismissing it as they sucked enough dick to get there, stop and actually research their career. Maybe they did. I suppose it's possible. But the highest likelihood is you will find that that person did that on the back of hard work. Why did I choose to speak on this today? I chose to speak on this because it seems like for the past couple of weeks, friends, that my life has been filled with negativity. Not from my wife, not from my kids. They're my rock of Gibraltar, man. I, I couldn't ask for a better family. But I run businesses. And one of my businesses is a car dealership, of which I am the spokesperson for. I am the face of the business. The way we advertise is in a way that, don't worry, Big Luke will take care of it. He'll get you approved. He'll save the day if the car breaks. He'll help you out. And we absolutely execute and follow through on every one of those things. But like any other part of commerce, you can't please everybody. You get the person who buys a vehicle, it's a 150,000 mile, 10 year old car that they're absolutely in love with. But a year later, it's got a rust hole in the frame. They are absolutely sure and convicted that it was there when you sold it to them. Even though it takes a year to fester, even though it's absolutely happened over the course of a rusty central New York winter. All it takes is some shade tree mechanic to say, yeah, man, it's a pretty big rust hole there. That was probably there when you bought it. Now they're convicted. Now they're convinced. Now you are the scumbag. So what would you or I do? What would the positive person chasing success, trying to forge good relationships in a positive network, what would we do? Well, we would go to the source. If we really felt that way, we would go to the source. Excuse me, sir. You sold me this vehicle. I had this other third party here telling me that they believe it was this way when you sold it to me. Would you mind taking a look at it? I'd like maybe for you to offer me some assistance with this. I understand it's my vehicle, but I've been told that there might have been some ill intent here. Could you at least explain to me how that's not the case? Or if you identify that it is and one of your employees made an error, would you help to make it right? That's going to be met with a positive response every single time. Unless you're dealing with a scumbag, well then, you discover in that moment you're dealing with a scumbag. But nine other times out of ten, it will be met with a positive response. The merchant will then say, you know what, man, appreciate you approaching me this way. Let me see what I can do. And they're going to help you out. I certainly would. I can't tell you how many rusty pickup truck frames I've fixed for free just because it didn't cost me a lot to do it, just because I wanted to leave a good taste in the consumer's mouth, just because I didn't have to. But instead, no, these people, these negative people, they take to social media. They find my advertisements. Look at the fucking steroid freak. Look at him with his fat lips and his bald hairline. That douchebag doesn't know how to sell cars. He's a fucking scumbag. He sold me a piece of shit, etc., etc. blah, 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 so on and so forth. Almost like it's scripted. Almost like every customer says the exact same thing over and over again. Now, it's funny. Because I look at the picture of the customer, their profile, and I say, well, that's interesting. 
I've never seen that person before. Never met him, never shook hands with him, never exchanged a dialogue. But this person, this person seems to be a specialist in my character. They know that apparently I use steroids. They think that they're comfortable and confident enough to make comments about my physical appearance. They're calling me a tool bag pussy. They're all the things you know they wouldn't utter a peep of if they were standing front and center and toe to toe with me. So I get frustrated and I get angry and I say, man, who are you? You don't know me. I date, donate toys to children at Christmas time. I volunteer with homeless programs. I donate an incredible amount of money to kids, youth sports, concessions. You don't know anything about me, man. I get customers that come in two months after they bought the car with no warranty whatsoever, and I'll put a transmission in their car just because it's a little old lady on a fixed income, and I know the car's going to go repo if I don't. I help people, man. Man, you don't know about me. I got a YouTube channel. I spent 50 grand outfitting the studio. I haven't made a penny off it. In fact, I pay my producer every month and it doesn't monetize. It costs me thousands of dollars every single month. Ruben, am I lying? No, not at all. <laughs> it costs me thousands of dollars every single month to do what I'm doing right now. And what am I doing? I'm bringing truth. I'm helping people. I'm doing my best to bring the knowledge and the information to people in a way that I wish it was brought to me when I was making my climb, but I digress. So this week I chose to speak to you about that negativity because do you know what happened? I, I took a step back and I looked at all the nasty comments and I looked at all the profile pictures of the people making them and I read them over and over and I couldn't even comment. Because as I sat back in my leather Chesterfield chair and I looked to my right at the three times as tall bronze statue of Themis sitting in my library and I peered out the window over the top of my phone that I was reading the comments out of at my property which spans 17 acres past my Olympic lap pool, saw my kids playing in the yard, watched the sun come through the west window, I chuckled. And I said, well, if I'm doing so poorly, then why the hell am I here? And I adapted, once again, my own personal belief system. It was reaffirmed for me. I had to practice what I preach. And that is the following. The people who are going to enter your life and be negative, you should be thankful for. You should welcome them. Why, Big Luke? Why? They're annoying, they're loud, they say stupid shit, they get under my skin, and I can do without them. Oh, but you can't. No, ma'am, no, sir. You cannot do without them. I promise you that. Would you like to know why? Because when you make noise, people listen. It's as simple as that. If you're trying to take your chunk out of the world, people are going to take notice, okay? If I wasn't a car dealer who had three car dealerships, building a fourth on my way to 24, they wouldn't know who I was. They wouldn't see my advertisements. I thought to myself, man, there's such an influx in negative comments lately. What am I doing wrong? And I realized nothing. We were just selling more cars. If there's 10 cars sold in a month and you get three negative comments, if there's 100 cars sold in a month, you're going to get 30. It's just 
the law of averages. So I had to step back and practice what I preach. And in that moment, I reminded myself again of exactly what I'm here to share with you today, which is this. Be glad you have haters. Because if you have haters, that means you're doing something right. Go look at Twitter. Read a comment by Elon Musk. Read a comment by a famous rapper, Ice Cube. Read a comment by Oprah Winfrey. Read one by Joe Biden. Read one by Donald Trump. Go both sides of the political aisle. Go every genre in Hollywood. Go every style of music. Go every talk show topic. And you will find the following. A massive amount of comments with a percentage of those comments being negative. Without the haters, ladies and gentlemen, there is no barometer that you are doing the right thing. The more noise you make, the more toes you will step on, the more yelps you will hear. Is it starting to make sense now? But what you need to do is you need to operate with confidence. You need to have the wherewithal not to let that human piece of you that part of you that wants to be petty, the part of you that just wants to engage in that bullshit banner and motherfuck them back on social media, talk a little shit, make them look stupid, comment about the fact that they're making their nasty comments from the front of a trailer, okay? Comment about how they look like they're broke and they don't have nice shoes and they're saying shit to you and you got something. Go ahead and do that. And then watch the young kid up and coming who's going to be great. Who's growing up inside that trailer. Who's wearing secondhand shoes because he doesn't have a parent that will provide more for him. And he can't go out and make it on his own yet. But he's watching you. He idolizes you or did until that moment. Because you lost your composure. You're supposed to set an example. You're supposed to be the leader. And you got sucked into that black pit of negativity. You allowed them to beat you. You allowed them to suck you right down to their level. Way at the very, very bottom. Okay? And that's a loss. And you have failed. But that's not how it has to be. And that's what I'm here to tell you today. Take a step back. Look at the big picture. Take a deep breath. Walk away from the situation. Give yourself a moment to process. When the negative thing comes, guys, when the negative moments come to you, it's more than likely because somewhere along the way, you've achieved, you've accomplished, and you've pissed somebody off. Because do you know what your accomplishment does to them? It validates the fact that it could be done. Think about that. I'm going to go start my own ice cream business. Don't, bro, don't do that. Don't do that. Everybody fails in the restaurant business, man. Especially ice cream around here. It's seasonal. Don't do that, man. Trust me. I've thought of it. It ain't going to work. Trust me. Well, guess what, ladies and germs? You go start you an ice cream shop. You start kicking ass and taking names and raking in the dollar dollar bills, y'all. That guy ain't going to be too happy. Because you validated for him the fact that he's lazy. The fact that it can be done. So you know what he's going to do? He's going to sit on his porch. 
And when he sees people driving by on the way to your ice cream shop, he's going to say, <laughs> I hope they know that he doesn't clean his spoons. Yeah, I've been over there. Yeah, I've watched. There's some teenage kid in the back, just spraying him with a little water, tossing him in the hopper. <laughs> Anybody that goes to that place is ridiculous. Really, bro? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Could you move the Coors Light? Lean back a little further in your lawn chair? You're too busy sitting there doing nothing. I couldn't hear what you said. Don't worry yourself with the petty people, guys. Fuck them. Fuck them. Plain and simple. I've itched my shoulder like three times, Ruben. It's fucking itchy. Guys, you got to laugh about it. You got to stop and realize that you're on this ravenous, bloodthirsty chase for success. And look what you're doing. You're allowing somebody so minute, so minuscule, so meaningless to affect you. Welcome to Nevitt. <laughs> Morgan Flagonboard. I guess we know it's fucking live now, Ruben, huh? Ruben's laugh. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, my audience. I want, you, I want to just take a minute right now and let you know that. We've gotten a lot of comments, a lot of feedback recently. I just got verified on Instagram, Twitter. Um, what's the other one? Facebook, the book of the face. Okay, we're starting to grow, guys. We're starting to make some noise. We're starting to help people. We're starting to do exactly what I set out to do. And I can be up here creating all the content in the world, but if you guys aren't watching it and sharing it, then it means nothing. So for those of you who've taken time out of your busy day, to reach out to me, I'm getting a little emotional, Ruby. To reach out to me and thank me for producing this content because it's helped you in some way, understand that you've helped me just as much. For those of you that are watching that aren't one to speak up, speak up. I'd love to talk to you. I always answer my comments. For those of you who just aren't ready yet, keep watching. I'll get you there, I promise. But as far as this negativity piece goes today, guys, three steps. Three things. I'll make it simple for you, okay? The first one, identify the source. Look at who you're dealing with. Ask yourself, do I idolize this person? Do I want to be like them? Do they have any effect on me? Are their words really going to affect what happens in my day? Do I aspire to be like them? Are they where I want to be? The answer will likely be no. And if it is, that is your ticket to dismiss it. Don't allow somebody who is in a place you care less about to affect you. There's no point. It's meaningless. Step two, you ready? Because you ain't going to like it, guys. I want to make sure I have all your ears right now. Hey, listen to me. There you go. Those of you driving, I just woke you up, didn't I? Those of you watching, look good today. Feel good today. Thank you. You got to forgive. Let it sink in. I want you to apologize. Let it sink in. I want you to consider this for a second. You see me out in public. I'm at a, a big event, a rock concert. I'm out getting a soda and a pretzel. I'm with my wife. Somebody walks up to me. Hey, you big son of a bitch. Guy's hammered, right? You big son of a bitch, you sold me a fucking pickup truck, man. And uh, <laughs> you're a real fucking tool bag, you know, bro. Fucking rusty frame. Fucking brakes were falling apart. Fucking, you know, 
You're a real scumbag. You run a shit business. I should fuck you up right now. What would you do? The old me would have popped him by now. He wouldn't have even gotten those words out. He would have already been bleeding. But the me now, the educated me, the me that wants to be successful, the me that actually cares about my fellow man and how they view me, I'm going to look dead in his eyes and I'm going to say, whoa, bro, hey, hey, I apologize, man. What, it, what is it you said happened? I sold you what? You, you, wait, what? They're, they're going to be on their heels, man. They're, that's, you're, they're not expecting this. I promise you that. They are not expecting this. They're back on their heels now. You've already got them like rope-a-dope, man. They're back like, wait, whoa, what's going on? You're like, yeah, man, I'm sorry, dog. What happened? Say it. Like, just, just say it. You don't need to yell at me. I'm, I'm listening. You got my attention. What happened? Well, you sold me a truck, man. And uh, a year later, I went to get it inspected, and I, I saw the frame was all rusty, man. And uh, I brought it to a mechanic, and they wouldn't inspect it. And they told me there was no way, yeah, there was no way that that wasn't like that when you sold it to me. I said, really? No kidding. Man, that's not right. I'm with you, man. That's not cool. You've taken away their ability to be combative now, guys. Psychology, Ruben? Psychiatry? Psychiatry. Psychiatry 101. The science of the brain. You've taken away their ability to argue with you because you're not letting them. I'm with you, man. Man, you're a fucking asshole. Bro, I, I'm with you. I have my bad days. What's up? Let's, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Hey, man, you fucking, you run a shit business. You, you're, you're a scumbag. Bro, I, I got you. I'm hearing you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. We, if that's what's going on, we need to have a conversation. We need to talk about it. Guys, this is an element of sales. This is sales. I tell every one of you, and I've said it many times in these shows, you got to be able to sell. You got to have the skill to sell, okay? It's a manipulation of a situation to your benefit. That's what I'm doing right now with this guy. Listen, man, I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. And if that's what happened, that's not right, and we got we to gotta make it right. Do I have your permission to make it right? What do, you, what do you mean? I'm, listen, man, what a, I got to get a look at your truck. We got to get it in my shop and have it looked at by one of my techs. We got to get this figured out, man, because it's not, I don't want somebody on the streets telling people I'm a scumbag because I'm not, man. I mean, I forgive you for what you said. There it is, forgive. I forgive you for what you said because I, I know it, if I was you, I'd be frustrated too. It came out of a place of frustration. And when I'm frustrated like that, I behave the same way. No, I don't, but you're agreeing with him. I behave the same way. So I, I don't fault you for that, bro. But either way, whether you're going to hate me for the rest of your life or not, I want to make this right because I need to be able to put my head on the pillow at night and know that I didn't hurt anybody because that's not who I am, brother. That's just not who I am. Okay. And I'm sorry that it appeared that way, but just... I, I can't let it go down like that. So would you do me a favor? Here's my store's phone number. Call here Monday, 9.01 a.m. I'll tell them to be expecting your call. We'll put you on the service calendar immediately. Does that work for you? Does that, does that work? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that'll, that'll work. That'll work. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, hey thanks, man. Hey, I, hey, I didn't. And here's a, here it comes. Hey, I. I didn't mean, I shouldn't have called you those names, man. I'm sorry. I like, I've had a couple too many cocktails and I was real bent out of shape about this. Sir, sir, let me stop you right there. Don't apologize. 
Don't apologize. You had every right to say what you said if that's in fact what happens. So do me a favor. I'll accept your apology after we've we've made this right and you and I've shook hands on it and we've agreed that that the right thing was done. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, cool. Cool. Appreciate that, brother. Go enjoy the rest of the show. The crowd disperses. Do you think anybody's walking away from that scenario going, huh, that big car dealer, he is a real tool bag. He is a real piece of shit. That fucking guy, he must be a scumbag. He must sell buckets of junk. No. They're walking away going, yeah, we just watched a drunk asshole scream at some guy who, by the looks of it, is actually a really nice guy. Yeah, he, he said to the guy, man, I'm sorry if that's what happened. Uh, that's not how I, how I do people. Listen, man, could you get it right into my shop so I could fix it for you, so I could make it right? And uh, the guy was like, yeah, and then the guy apologized to him. You know, that, that car dealer seems like a pretty stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah, he seems all right. Huh, interesting. Anyways, Godsmack's up next. Let's go check him out. It's at that moment you do step three. You bathe in your triumph, okay? Reward yourself. Have an ice cream. Have a beer if you're the type that can handle that thing. Reward yourself. Because that right there, ladies and gentlemen, if you can do that, and I cannot stress to you how powerful this information I'm giving to you right now is, this is very easily one of the most important episodes I've ever done. Bar none, without question. Because if you can take these moments in your life that are negative, if you can take these situations that would normally cause you to react and to lower public opinion of you and get out of pocket and act in a way that's not becoming of an entrepreneur, a business person, or if you're not into business, just a good person in general, if you can get out of that habit and start getting into the habit of diffusing every negative situation and then manipulating it to your benefit, you will be fucking unstoppable. I promise you. Guys, when I set out to do this show, I told you I was going to give you the secrets to success as heard, experienced, and told by Big Luke. That's me. And that's all I got for you. I'm never going to speak to you about something I read in a book unless it's a statistic. I'm never going to try to educate you about something I haven't actually done myself. I'm never, ever going to try to preach on a topic and then ask you to behave in a certain way unless I myself have behaved that way and seen a positive result because of it. And ladies and gentlemen, this right here, is about as valuable of a trinket as I can give you. Imagine now, go back to the beginning. Think to the beginning of this episode. When I asked you to imagine yourself as that five or six-year-old kindergarten or first-grade student who allowed the bullets of negativity and vitriol and hatred to bounce right off them, like Superman. Now, that same bar graph that we pictured back then Take a continuation of it right through to the rest of your life. Because you've, excuse me, you've just been given some of the most valuable information you will ever receive. Start putting it into practice and then do me a favor. Come back to this episode and comment down below. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this show. 
subscribe to our channel. Common Sense Solutions for Freedom and Life and Livelihood. That's all I provide. And they all come from personal experience, fact, logic. That's all I bring you. Guys, when you can solve the problem of negativity and realize that it's not a problem at all, it's just a necessary component in the structure of your life. It is a necessary building block in the trajectory to your success. And prepare, because it's coming even more. Negativity is coming. Welcome it. It's going to come even heavier the more noise you make. When I say make noise, I'm talking about success. I'm talking about growth in the marketplace. Talking about you getting better, growing, more money, more friends, more relationships, better life, better livelihood. Anything that you can possibly dream of is attainable. The exception of maybe NBA basketball if you're four foot tall. But you can do it, guys. One of the pivotal steps to creating your own success is dismissing the negativity and turning it into something positive. And with today's show, I've given you a step-by-step -step process. I've given you real-life examples. Now it's on you. Go put it into practice. Next time somebody confronts you with some menial bullshit, look them right in their eyes. Listen, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to grab your coffee off the counter at Dunkin'. You're right. Shouldn't have done that. Hey, listen, can I buy you a coffee to make up for it? It'd really make me feel, no, no, please. How about a donut too? Guys, you have no idea how powerful it is. Thank you for your time today. Put this into practice. I promise you that it will help you. When it does, do me the solid of coming back to this very episode, leaving a comment about your experience. Stay humble, stay hungry, stay focused, stay positive. Most importantly, stay free.